Good morning from Ferruban Broadcaster Network Studio out here in Randolphstown, Baltimore County, Maryland, US of A. Your daily Ayetibo, your presenter, the anchor person. And today, June 3rd, year 2021, I lost valuable data production asset yesterday, where I produced early morning on location. Mulberry and Warwick to way one way talk points show. Uh, I was replaying it without saving it, and suddenly the body went dead. Hence, 30 minutes of work gone to the wind but if it's from your brain you can still reproduce it it was in memory of my or a kind of a memorial broadcast to honor my demised mother Lydia Girera Ayetibo ni Abiwan, who passed on 16 years ago, as at yesterday. Mama Lasho, Mama Lagbaju, Sonreo, Sonre, rest well. 16 years ago, on June 2, year 2005. She passed on at a ripe age of 90 or 91. And that's that. So I did this broadcast as at yesterday to honor the memory of my dearest mother. Yalasho, Yalabaju, Eshepupo, Tegbemi Wasiliaye, and I'm still kicking, struggling, day in, day out, just to see the next day. So that was that, and after after I lost that production, I went for the 1.5 walk at Montebello ran into George. No, Gabriel. I don't know his last name yet. So he does 5.5 miles or 5.5 miles every day because maybe months ago he had um, Pat Belly. And the doctor warned him if he doesn't do something about it by way of exercising, he was going to die. When people heard, when people hear that they're going to die, 
maybe due to one ailment or the other, people would do something just to stay alive. So Gabriel took to walking 5.5 miles every day. So I ran into him again as at yesterday. Some months ago, maybe like six months ago, he told me about meeting my homeboy, Ayotunde uh, Prince. Ayotunde, uh, what's his last name? I forgot right now. So, Gabriel told me the story of Ayotunde um, telling him. The Yorubas are prepared to go to war. Reference to the dirty blows the Fulanese were giving the Yoruba, killing Yoruba. And that um, the Yoruba were fighting back. And that. Um, he ran into this um, ham dealer somewhere in DC, maybe in the, uh, the war at the White House, he claimed. And maybe it was, um, it's been maybe seven months ago before Donald Trump, you know, lost the, you know, the, his um, second term um, bid, you know, for the presidency. So that um, he was dealing with um, Ayotunde and reference to wanting to to get um, ammunition, reference to struggles. Yoruba independence movement or freedom movement and that um, but um, it was all nothing but talk that it cost a lot of money millions of dollars to prosecute a, a war, a war maybe against the federal government or you know of Nigeria or something. So, but that um, Ayo was not that serious. Bottom line, because he was talking in um, Trump change, saying that his group is um, raising fund for it and meaning that he was just a time waster according to gabriel a nigbo guy so yesterday we met again and he was telling me about his experiences of life he tried to bring his um wife mother of uh, maybe a couple of kids to the US, but the wife was already had friends amongst Igbo women over here in America who were giving her all kinds of 
information about here, almost like monitoring him. So in the end, he decided to leave his wife in Nigeria. Asked if he got married over here. Then he told the story of um, marrying the daughter of a Connecticut uh, mafia guy and how he and his wife used to bring um, the mafia guys um, Rolls Royce from Connecticut to here in Baltimore and how on an occasion they visited um, Connecticut only to witness the father-in-law being gone down by by his um, his enemies, fellow mafias, because of some chum change or business went sour. And if he had paid that money, the money he hold, those people who killed him, maybe some days earlier on, that the father-in-law would have been alive right now, and that um, his wife packed thousands of dollars from her father's room into the Rolls Royce and they started driving off. They left the scene and drove towards um, Baltimore and uh, when they got to exit two, maybe somewhere New Jersey Turnpike, they were pulled up by the cops because they, they were so nervous and he wasn't driving, he was driving um, below the, the speed limit. That was his offense. And then he was advised to, by the police to keep up with the speed limit. Bottom line, he brought thousands of dollars back to Baltimore. And a week or so, his mother-in-law came, drove to Baltimore, and paid him off to divorce her daughter. Got something a check for like a hundred and uh, maybe a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So the maybe about fifty thousand dollars or that. Um, the daughter brought with her from from um, Connecticut. He took it, flew to Nigeria, gave to his father, who used it to build build um, a bungalow, beautiful mansion for him there. And plus, the father inoculated him with um, some kind of African um, vaccine or something all over his, his stomach so that if somebody wants to harm him, he will have a sense that an enemy is trying to hurt him or something. Usually African science stories, narratives, so he told me all these stories and <laughs> he got me yesterday 
And the climax came when another Igbo lady met us to uh, say he was hearing us from the other end of the park, insinuating that we, 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 we talk loud. So the Nigerian issue came up, two, Igbo, two Igbos and one Yoruba now. And then uh, the lady was um, reminding us the role played by the Yoruba with Aousa Fulani to kill the Igbos during Nigerian Biafran War, 1967 to 1970. So, and that um, uh, what, they, what, what um, the powers that be would do to Tinubu and all that, if Tinubu was going to, was he to pursue his um, ambition of becoming the president of Nigeria come 2023. So from what I, what I gathered, just Nigeria is almost dead. It seems like um, there is tribalism, ethnocentrism, and racism, and sexism, and just division galore, like educated versus ignoramus, just division, just division. They can't come together to do anything right. And different cultures, different lifestyles, different ways of looking at life. So uh, that, I think, splintering Nigeria into six, based on my meeting with um, two Igbos as at yesterday, the discussions, the talk shops, the talk points, it seems like the best is for Nigeria to splinter into six new republics because no leadership, the country is ruderless, and Buhari has destroyed Nigeria to the extent that I do not think that uh, restructuring is an answer. The damage has been done. Buhari's legacy will be the president that destroyed Nigeria because is in um, a war, absent without leave, always junketing the the war in search of um, medical care, being a sick person. If the head is sick, the rest of the body is dying. If your president is a sick person, that means you're sick. But we told them six years ago, don't go that route. But no, they knew, they thought they knew best. And if they, if they lied to you six years ago, 2015, how are you sure that they are not lying to you again today? Whether in terms of 
the Fulanese are coming, killing, mimi, and, and, the, and the rest. If you say Fulani is your enemy, about Yoruba and Yoruba, hatred, hate speeches all over the place. You know, so all of them, Yoruba, Igbo, Hausa, Fulani, they conspired together in 2015 to vote Buhari's APC to power. Now they're singing a, a different song. On that note, Gabriel told me of Ayotunde's podcasting, going into podcasting too, and that his presentation was nothing to write home about. So why would Gabriel be telling me all that? You see, the devil is busy. That's what is happening. All the stories that he was telling me. Just to, to, to play with my psyche, I guess. They are all storytellers, and it's, it's, um, I think it's propaganda. And they're all just propaganda, propagandizing, you know. Uh, when you give a madman a hoe, he will cultivate all the yams in the village to his own homestead. So none of us is subjective about what is going on out there. Stories, all kinds of stories to support your own, your own group or your own people to suit your own wombs and um, caprices. Storytelling, narratives upon narratives, depending on who you're listening to. I think as a result, I just got to follow my own instinct. I believed in so much in my experiences. And I think, I think rather than buy into your own narratives, I'm just go. I'm going to hold on to my own particular understanding of what is at stake, ladies and gentlemen. I will podcasting in the last um, eighteen minutes and um, fifty seconds. Thank you.